0: Happy that you're joining us, and, and we don't take it for granted. And so, we really pray that this service today, that this message that we're about to bring to you today, uh, blesses you, it encourages you, it strengthens you. I think it will. You know, last week we started this series called Unshakable, and uh, And really we're looking in this reality that the world that we're living in is truly shakable, that the systems are unstable, the systems are shakable, people are shakable. We're finding out a lot about ourselves even right now, (laughs) right? Areas that we thought that we were strong, that we were solid in, that we were unmovable, unshakable in. Uh, I I think if we're all honest, there's been some days or some moments that we've all been a little shaken or a little bit (laughs) unstable in some different ways, even at the very least in our thoughts. Mm -hmm. And uh, and then, you know, even with our kids, like, you know, we have little kids that are running around here and there's there's moments, there's times that we realize we have to give more grace to our kids uh, because this is weird for them, too. This is difficult for them, too. And you can see some some things happening with them, even sometimes Mm -hmm. where it looks like they're a little shaken, they're a little unstable. And so we have to be really a stable force as parents as well, but really as individuals. And it starts with us. And so last week we started this and and we we really our our theme or our foundational scripture or text was Hebrews chapter 12 verse 28 and really there's a whole chunk there that we're going to get into over the next few weeks of the verses even surrounding there but here's what we we read this is the foundational verse Hebrews chapter 12 verse 28 it says therefore Since we're receiving a kingdom which cannot be shaken, let us have grace by which we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear. So last week we saw that really God is inviting us to receive a kingdom which cannot be shaken. And remember last week, you know, we just declared it. We are receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken. So I just say it again. We, we are receiving a kingdom, kingdom that, that cannot, cannot be shaken. shaken. And then just say this, I won't be shaken. Say it, I, I won't, won't be, be shaken. shaken. Go on, say it again. Say, I, I won't, won't be shaken. shaken. Okay, so we've got to declare this truth. We've got to make sure that we're speaking the right words, yeah. but that we're setting our, our, our course, the course of our life mm-hmm. in the right way. You know, uh, I'm going to get into this in a couple of weeks, but one of the biggest, I think the things that, that kill us and, and crush us in times like this, is apathy is just letting things happen to us you know that's really what apathy is it's 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 kind of being lukewarm and just kind of saying it is what it is and mm-hmm. I know we use that term a lot but this is one of those moments where I, I want to encourage us not to just say it is what it is but right. this is the time for us to receive that kingdom that cannot be shaken you know that's an action it, it causes it's there's a posture mm-hmm. that we have to take but God's inviting us to an unshakable life yeah. and you know we talked about last week about how we're seeing the, the healthcare system really get shaken. Mm-hmm. We're seeing the stock market get shaken. We're seeing businesses go out of business right now. We're seeing systems that we've been depending on that we thought will never get broken or never get shaken or you know, or any of that, that they're shook. Yeah. There you see governments shook, people are shook. I mean it you see it all around. Yeah. There's panic, there's fear, there's worry. And God's inviting us to peace. He's inviting us to strength. He's inviting us to stability. He's inviting us to victory. And last week, the really what God was speaking to us about was really, and this is kind of the foundational with receiving, is do not refuse him. Yeah. Don't refuse him. We saw that in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 25, when uh, the, the reader's speaking here, and he says, do not refuse him who speaks. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we saw that really we refuse what someone says when we don't trust them, when we don't trust that person. And so you see it all around, right? When when someone's speaking a word and you're listening on the news or, or in your, you're in a conversation and you're evaluating their words. So often you go to their character. You, you start talking about the person. You don't just talk about their words and what they said, because what they said may be right. But if you don't trust their character, the person that's backing or that's saying those, those words, then, then those words really have no weight to you. And so, uh, and so really, it's not just refusing or rejecting or denying the words. You're really refusing, rejecting, denying God who's speaking these words. So if you don't trust that he's saying, I have a kingdom that cannot be shaken, and I'm inviting you to receive this kingdom, you're really rejecting him. You know, there's times where, uh, you know, you hear the phrase, that's too good to be true. And, and so we're talking about right now where everything's being shook, right? Everything that can be shaken is being shaken and everything that cannot be shaken will remain, the Bible says, right? And so we, we hear that though, and we're hearing God say, you can be an unmovable force. In the midst of chaos, in the midst of all this stuff, you can have a peace that surpasses all understanding. You can have a steadiness about you. In fact, to the point where like we talked about the kingdom, like Jesus said, the kingdom is like a mustard seed. It's the least of the seeds. And so when it comes it comes like the kingdom comes in the seed form with words and when we receive it, it, it can, we can kind of dismiss it because it comes in a, in seemingly small form, but, but because we we're, were, we're really stuck on the size of the seed. We're not looking to see what the size of the tree that that seed will become. And so we've got to stop focusing on the size of the seed and focus on really the potential of that seed. And, and let me just say this, I, I really believe according to the word, we dictate how large that tree becomes in our life, yeah. right? In Mark chapter 4, Jesus is talking about the parable of the sower. And he says, some who hear the word, who receive that seed, in other words, that they'll, they uh, they'll reap 30, 60, mm-hmm. or 100 fold. Mm-hmm. And some people won't reap anything because they're so stuck on the things yeah. of this world. And they're stuck on worry. They're stuck on fear. They're stuck on panic. They're stuck on anxiety. They're stuck on unbelief. They're yeah. stuck... On selfish ambition, their focus is wrong. All, all these different things—they they get thrown off. The Bible talks about in Mark chapter four that it chokes the word, it chokes yeah. the seed, it, it, it destroys the seed, and so nothing ever even comes up. Mm-hmm. And so we have to, instead of choosing to refuse God, uh, uh, choosing to believe the lie that it's too good to be true, uh, we have to we have to choose to reject. Uh, on belief we have to choose to reject fear we have to choose to reject worry and instead receive his promises of peace security provision victory and the love goes on and on and on or the that the list goes on and on and And so what i want to talk to us today about and and let me just say when i'm preparing a message and i think this is really for all of us that, that get up to to prepare a word. I'm asking the Lord, what do you have to say? I, I'm not just trying to throw something out there just to make us feel good. I'm asking God, what, what do you have to say to your people? Mm-hmm. And uh, and here's the phrase that I heard, and this is actually the title of today's message, secured in love. Mm-hmm. Secured in love. And so I began to pray about that and, and, and really look in the Word and, and study. And, and as we're talking about being unshakable, it really felt like the Lord was saying, a key to, to being unshakable is to be secured in His love. And so we looked at, just a few moments ago, Hebrews chapter 12, verse 28, which is our foundational text. But I want us to also look at Ephesians chapter 3, verses 14 and 19. We're actually going to stay there for quite a bit. So if you can, grab your Bible, grab your journal, uh, if you haven't already. But uh, but turn to Ephesians chapter 3, and we're reading out of the New King James Version. This is the Apostle Paul speaking and, um, and and here's what he says. He says, in, start, starting in verse 14, he says, for this reason, I bow my knees to the father of our Lord Jesus Christ, from whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might through his spirit in the inner man. That Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you being rooted and grounded in love may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the width and the length and depth In height, to know the love of Christ, which passes knowledge, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. There's a ton packed in those few verses. So here's what we see the Apostle Paul saying. First, in verse 14, he's saying, I'm praying for you. And let me just tell you, as pastors, as pa- your pastors, we are praying for you the daily. We're praying for you. Our lead team, we're gathering every week, and we're taking time to intercede and to pray for you. You know, we have a team that's calling. We're seeing the prayer request. By the way, if you have a prayer request, let me say it again. Let us know in the yeah. chat. Click the uh, the prayer uh, the the prayer button. I think there's a prayer button there. But let us know. We want to partner with you yeah. a- in prayer and see God's faithfulness come to pass in your life and. Also, if you've received testimony, I've received uh, quite a few testimonies yeah. of supernatural provision, mm-hmm. supernatural protection mm-hmm. uh, of from people that are really on the front lines right mm-hmm. now, from the healthcare industry and from uh, like the nursing homes and such, and they're being divinely protected. They're yeah. right there, and it's not hitting them. And we've been declaring the word of God, really. Wow. Pastor Jerry has given us some words to declare, some scriptures. And, and so I, I encourage you, get a hold of those declarations, those scriptures that we've made available, and, uh, and begin to declare those and pray those prayers that were written out and receive, really what we're saying, receive the unshakable kingdom yeah. uh, in, in your life. But we've been praying for you. And the Apostle Paul's here, he's speaking to the Ephesians, and he's saying, I bow my knees to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, He's saying, I'm, "I pray for you, from whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, that he would, that God would grant you, according to the riches of His glory." Now, now, listen. Last week we said Jesus said that the kingdom is within you. It's not all around you. It's within you. In other words, it's internal. It's spiritual. It's not physical. It's not external, mm-hmm. but it's in you. It's it. it can't be. It, it can't be moved or shaken. In fact, uh, God. The Bible says in James chapter 1 that there's no shadow of turning in him. There's there's no fickleness in him. He changes not, and I think it's in, in Malachi, he says, I, I, I change, I'm God, and I change not, talking to the children of Israel. We see just the steadiness of God, and he's saying that he's praying that he would grant you, that God would grant you, verse 16, that God would grant you according to the riches of his glory, in other words, to his deposit, to, to where he's from. Not from any system of this world, but from his kingdom, right? From the riches of his glory, from where he is, this unstable or this unshakable, this stable uh, place that God dwells, that God is is standing from. That he would grant you, uh, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened. Check this out. To be strengthened with might through his spirit in the inner man that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you being rooted and grounded in love may be able to comprehend with all the saints that's the width and the length and depth and height to know the love of Christ, which passes knowledge, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. So here's my point number one. God is calling us and he's saying secured in love. And here's the point number one, be strengthened. Be strengthened. You know, this word be strengthened is really to, I mean, it's kind of obvious, but it's to be made strong. So he's saying, "Be made strong." And then I, what I did was I went and studied. I, I, you know, I'm not a Greek expert or anything like that, but I went and I studied these Greek words out because some of this really just stuck out to me. I knew that God was was trying to get a point across. And so I'm going to break this uh, this whole section down. Be strengthened with might through His Spirit in the inner man, real quick. And so we're talking about being strengthened. So he says, be made strong. And then then he says, with might, that word with might in the Greek word is the word dunamis. Mm -hmm. And so that's where we get our word dynamite, right? It's TNT. It's this explosive uh, uh, force, right? Mm -hmm. That's what dynamite is. But here's what that means. It's this, this dunamis is power. In fact the definition in this context is it's active power to perform miracles. Mm. So listen, this is not passive, but it's, it's active power to perform miracles. So he's saying be made strong with this power, this active power to perform miracles through his spirit, through his spirit. In other words, our power comes from being in the power of God. So not through your own spirit, not through, no, attached to God, connect with God and receive power from his spirit through his spirit. Now, I just want to take a moment here and talk about what, well, if, if he's our source, then what kind of power are we tapping into? So, because our power comes from being in the power of God. So, so I want to just look Ephesians chapter six, verse 10, Paul's speaking, he's talking about spiritual warfare and he says this in verse 10. He says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Now, the power that he's talking about here isn't the word dynamis. It's a different Greek word here. And here's what this power means. It, it actually means dominion, mm-hmm. supremacy of or force. So it, so we're talking about receive strength. So be made strong with active power to perform miracles through, listen, through the the supreme or force, the supreme power, the, su- the supreme force. and He says of, of, of God's power of the Lord, or verse 10, sorry. He says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. This whole power of his might. So it's dominion, supremacy, or force of God's ability. So that might is his ability right there. So he's really saying, be strengthened. So be made strong with active power to perform miracles by the dominion or supremacy or the force of God's ability. Wow. (laughs) So not just our ability, but we're talking about, so what is God able to do? Mm -hmm. You know, the Bible says that uh, Jesus said this, actually, he said, with men, things are impossible, Mm -hmm. but with God, all things are possible. I love the extreme words in the Bible, like all or everything, right? And so Jesus is saying, all things are possible with God. Mm -hmm. So we're talking about being strong, being strengthened, not by our own ability, not by our own might, not by our own power. But be strong, be strengthened, be made strong with this active power to perform miracles that comes from God's supreme force uh, or 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 of God's ability. It, that's crazy. So he, he's saying there's a there's a whole another level of power. That you can access right now, and I love this this concept of of, of power with might, this dunamis. It's an act of power to perform miracles. Do you need a miracle today? You know, we are hearing all kinds of stories. I get texts. I'm getting. We're getting texts, emails from people asking for prayer because there there really are are major things happening. You know, I have. Uh, family members that are being affected. I have uh, friends that are being affected by what's going on right now in the world. It's this is a very real thing, but we don't have to be afraid. We don't have to be in fear. We don't have to yeah. be in worry because we have a God that's saying, "Receive a kingdom that yeah. cannot be shaken." And he, and he's saying this. He's saying, "Be strengthened." So that's number one. Be strengthened with this power that can perform miracles. Mm-hmm. Listen, God wants to perform miracles in your life. Yeah, yeah stuff's going on. And yes, things are crumbling around us. Yes, things are being being shaken. Yes, maybe even our peace is being shook right now. But God is saying, I can perform a miracle through you if you'll you'll allow me to, to work in your life. If you'll get secured in my love. Be strengthened. Be strengthened in the inner man with might through his spirit. In the inner man. In the inner man. In other words, in our thoughts, in our emotions, in our soul, in our being. In the real you. So not just surfacey. it's really easy to put on a, a smile and say, yeah, everything's good. You know, like I, I, I love like when I when I say, hey, how are you doing to somebody? Says, blessed and highly favored. <laughs> hey, that's awesome. Yes, you are. How are you doing? How are you doing? And that's the question I have for you right now. Even how are you doing? How if you really examine yourself, how are you doing? How are you doing on the inside where no one else knows, where no one else can see you? You know, maybe you're a leader in the home. Maybe you're a leader in the business. You have kids or maybe you just don't want to let everybody know that you really are shook right now. And God knows. Trust me, every Bible says that everything is open and naked before God. Everything's exposed and he it's not exposed so that he can he can bash you or 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 make you feel bad. He just sees it all. God's all knowing. So he already knows that you might even be working through something internally that you you you, you need some breakthrough in. But God's saying, be strong in your inner man. In other words, in the real you, you know, the Bible says in Proverbs that as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. As a man thinks, is in other words, as a person thinks in his heart, so is he. Another place in Proverbs says to keep your heart with all diligence or to guard your heart with all diligence. Why? For out of it spring the issues or the forces or the flows of life. Jesus said that it's not what comes into a man that defiles him, but it's what comes out. Mm -hmm. Right? It's what comes, in other words, what's going on in that heart, that's really what's going on in your life. That's really how you are. You can say all the right words, but really how you you are inside of here, that's where God really cares about. Yeah, the surfacey is good. The surface side of things are good, but you know, a bowl is no good if you only wash the outside after you've after you've eaten out of it. You have to wash the inside too. Yeah. God wants to do a deep work in us. Yeah. He wants to wants us to be strong on the inside. That's where we really live from. And so He's saying, be strong on the in, in the inside with His power. From tap into God's resources, tap into His kingdom, tap into where He is. So that's number one. Be strengthened. Number two be rooted in love, be rooted in love. So looking at verse 16, he says, be strengthened with might through his spirit in the inner man that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you being rooted and grounded in love, that you being rooted and grounded in love. So I'm going to pull out some more Greek. So maybe sound a little smart here, or maybe I don't, maybe I'm exposing myself. I don't know. But this word rooted in the Greek is "rizao." And here's what it means. It means to cause, to strike root, to strengthen, strengthen with roots, to render firm, to fix, establish, to cause a person or a thing to be thoroughly grounded. And then that word grounded is the melee. Oh, uh, I'm not going to say that one again. It means to lay a basis for or to make established, to establish. And so he's saying get rooted and become established, be rooted Get rooted. In other words, go down deep. We're talking about the inner man again. Go down deep. Get rooted and established. You know, when uh, when I'm playing with my kids and, you know, I have three girls and, and a little baby boy. Uh, we we do. But, uh, <laughs> but, but my kids, my girls, they like to wrestle with me. I never thought that I would have girls that would want to wrestle. But they like to wrestle with me. And they like to jump on me and, and roughhouse with me. And I'll be walking through the living room or through the hallway or something. And they will want to just, like... Go at me. They want to try to tackle dad. And and so and sometimes they'll say, come on, dad, let's wrestle. And so you know what I'll do? I'll, I'll stand there and I'll just, I wish you could see my legs right now. But uh, because then you could see my stance, but I'll put myself in a stance. You know what I'm doing? I'm getting rooted. Mm. I'm getting grounded. I'm getting established. Why? Because they're about to come at me like crazy. And they're going to jump from all kinds of directions. They're going to jump on my head. They're going to jump off the couch onto me. I mean, they go after me. And what I do is I stand there so that I cannot be moved. Mm-hmm. I get rooted and grounded and that's what God is saying. He's saying get rooted, get established, get get firm down like mm-hmm. establish yourself in my love. Mm-hmm. In my love. Be rooted and grounded in love. We're talking about being secured in love. Want to want to just share really just a few things of what love does. This is why it's so important. You know, someone may say how is love the thing that's going to secure us? You know, if if we think about love the way that the world looks at love, we'll think that it's kind of the superficial thing. So oftentimes, right? Or 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 sometimes you think that uh, that. Christians are, are, are wimps that we're weak because we talk about love. We're, listen, we're not we're not just kind of frolicking around mindless. Mm-hmm. No, this love is strong. This is a, a force of love that God mm-hmm. wants us to have. Here's what love, love does. The Bible says in 1 John chapter 4, verse 18, it says, There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear because fear involves torment. Mm-hmm. It involves torment. Yeah. But he who fears has not been made perfect in love. Love removes fear. Love removes torment. Ru- love brings, uh, brings perfection into our lives, right? F- fears go away and when love comes in. So he's saying, be secured. Receive my love today. Be grounded and rooted in this love that gets fear out. Here's, here's another thing that, that love does. Love brings hope. Love brings hope. Romans chapter five, uh, verses one through five says, therefore, having been justified by faith, We have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom also we have access by faith into this grace in which we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Now, I want you to listen to this next part, verse three, really, really carefully. And not only that, but we also glory in tribulations. Tribulations are problems, the stuff that really we're all going through right now. We're all working through some form of tribulation. Our country, our world is facing tribulation. It's just, it's issues. It's issues of life. So he says, and not only that, but we also glory in tribulations, knowing that tribulation produces perseverance and perseverance, character and character, hope. Now check this out. Verse five. Now hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts By the Holy Spirit who was given to us. So when the love of God is poured out in our hearts, this hope comes. Mm -hmm. And so, listen, we're in a tribulation right now. We're in an issue. We're in a trial right now. Things are not easy. Things are not peachy like they were, right? Things things have been shook all around us. Mm -hmm. But coming out of this, we know that we're going to have a perseverance. Our character is going to be stronger. But right now in the midst of this, we have hope. And then when we come out of this, we we have hope that when something else comes our way, we'll come out of that strong as well. Why? Because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts. And this hope does not disappoint. In other words, it's not wishful thinking. You know, like I used to think, uh, you know, growing up at different times when I I would want to ask for something that I just didn't know that I could get. Or even now sometimes like I'll, I'll ask God for things and my faith just isn't there that I'll, I'll I'll think to myself I don't want to get my hopes up you know you hear that phrase I just don't want to get my hopes up I just don't want to get my hopes up and so even you hear on the news you hear the the governor you hear the president as we're talking through and they say this thing like we we have we have cautious uh, we're, we're, we're cautiously optimistic you know and, and what they're saying is we don't want to get our hopes up that we're doing good that's kind of really what they're saying and and so we have to have this this stance being secured and rooted and grounded in this love that we can get our hopes up. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember when we were believing uh, to have a, a, a boy with Lion. you know, our, our our baby son, we had three girls, we wanted a boy really badly. And I remember, I think it was the day that we were going to go to find out the gender from the hospital. And and I was sitting in the van waiting to pick you up. And, and I'm I'm sitting there and I'm thinking about different names. And I didn't want to keep thinking through boy names because... I just, I didn't want to be disappointed. Like, I would have been happy, you know, if it was a obviously healthy baby, that's what we want. But I really wanted a boy. And I remember the Holy Spirit just speaking to me and saying, Get your hopes up. Get your hopes up. And I, that's what I want to say to you. I believe that's what the Lord is saying to you right now. Get your hopes up. Get your hopes up. Okay. And then here's another thing that love does love leads to victory. Love leads to victory. Romans chapter 8, verse 35 through 39 says, uh, Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation? nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Come on, somebody say amen. (laughs) Amen. Amen. That's a ton in there. Listen, nothing can separate us from the love of God. Be secured in his love. But check this out. I want, to, I want you to see this in verse 37. He says, yet in all these things, listen, in all these issues and all the perils and all the stress that's coming on us and all the tribulations and all the problems. Verse 37, he says, yet in all these things, we are more than conquerors. Listen, you're more than a conqueror right. through him who loved us. We're more than conquerors who him through him who loves us. The Bible says, "Listen, this more than conquerors. It, it's not just yay, like we won really good, like we bloom. No, this is it means an overpowering and achieving abundant victory. Another, th- this is a this is an abnormal victory. Yeah. You're not supposed to win naturally, but this more than conquerors is no. This this isn't just a normal victory. This is like a, a, above and ab- over and above kind of victory. This is like. It blew our socks off kind of victory. God wants us to come out of this and even right now in this season, be victorious. But I want you to catch this. We started out with this saying that the kingdom is on the inside. It's within you. This is not just an external thing. It's not all going to happen all at once. But we've got to get the victory on the inside, secured in love. It happens first on the inside. Listen, there's no competition in Christ. There's no competition in Christ. I'm going to read this statement. I want you to just catch this. Christ conquered death for us because of his love. And because of his love, we are more than conquerors. We have the victory. Listen, you have the victory. Don't listen to that thought. Don't listen to any other report that says you won't win, that you're going down, that you're cursed, that you're not going to be blessed. Don't listen to it. Listen to what the word says. And the word says that because of his love, we're more than conquerors. that's so good. We (laughs) can stop right there, but I got one more point, okay? So listen, God's saying be strengthened, be rooted in his love and and here's point number three. Be full of God. Be full of God. Verse 19 says uh, in in Ephesians chapter 3, verse 19 says know the love of Christ which passes knowledge that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Be full pool of God. Listen, once once you've received the love of God, once you begin to establish yourself and you get grounded, rooted in the in the love of God, we begin to to get the fullness of God coming into us. Now what does that mean? Really here's what that's meaning. It it means that we become complete. God doesn't want there to be anything lacking or missing in us in in any aspect. He doesn't want anything to be lacking in our thoughts or in our peace or in our joy, or in our strength, in our knowledge and our understanding of him. He wants us to catch and to see how things are really happening. He wants us to be complete. Listen, when we receive the love of God in our life, when we come to know or experience the love of Christ, it opens us up to receive the fullness of God in all of his power, peace, joy, strength, stability, health, victory and I can just keep going on and on and on and on. This is us becoming complete, not lacking anything. Everything you need and will need is found in God. It's a matter of us receiving and walking in what He has for us. And so you know my my question for us and really I, I know what God is saying is receive my love. I want you to receive this this kingdom that cannot be shaken so that you cannot be shaken. But you have to receive my love. You have to know that I love you. You have to know that I love you. Listen, when my kids get afraid or they get scared, like we had some thunderstorms within the last couple of weeks, what did they do? They ran to our bed. Our bed was full of children. <laughs> it was full of kids. Parents, you know what I'm talking about, but it was full of our kids. And I mean, they just, they didn't care. They just got right in. They knew that we weren't going to kick them out. They knew that we weren't going to bash them and we play with them and mess around with them in the morning. You're like, why are you doing that? And they said, we were scared, but we knew that we could run to you. Mm-hmm. Why? Because they know that we love them. Our kids are established. They're rooted and grounded in our love. And God is saying, be established in my love. Know that I love you. Listen, I've i have already, right? We know that in John chapter three, verse uh, John 3:16 we we know that one right for God so loved the world that he gave up his only begotten son so that we could have everlasting life I mean you could stop right there but there's scripture after scripture like while we were yet still sinners he still Christ still died for us. Why? Because he loved us. We love him because he first loved us. The Bible says the scripture after scripture, after scripture, after scripture in the Bible that God is just speaking. And he's saying, I love you and nothing can stop that. We just read it in Romans. Nothing can separate us from the love of God. Nothing, can, not our own actions can't separate us from the love of God. Nothing can be rooted and grounded. In other words, be secured in love. Listen, this is the kingdom that we're receiving, one that's victorious. And today we need to receive this victory. Today we need to receive this love. We need to receive this unshakable kingdom. If you haven't received Jesus as Lord of your life today, this is the day. This is the time. This, that's the first step of receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken. That's the first step of getting yourself in a stance, getting yourself in a position that you can't be shaken, that you can be stable in the midst of uncertainty. You can be certain. And so if that's you, it's real simple. The Bible says to believe in your heart, confess with your mouth that you believe that Jesus came and he died for your sins, that he rose from the grave for you, and that he's Lord. Repent of those sins and and you'll be saved. That's what the Bible says. It's so simple, so easy. And so I wanna wanna invite you to do that right now. In, In fact, if that's you, let us know at some point, let us know that you've given your life to Jesus, we we would love to connect with you and help you on your journey with Christ as you grow and as you grow in this love of God, as you grow in, in learning who God is and really who you are in God. Let me just say this one last thing. The Bible says, this is talking about the love of God, that he's He's made us children of God. Mm-hmm. He's made us children. Listen, you've been made a child of God. Yeah. That's how much he, lo- he chose you. He loves you so much that he chose you. You know, when, when you have a kid biologically, you, I mean, you get what you get, right? (laughs) Thankfully, we got some good kids, but you get what you get. And so you love them because that's your, that's your kid, man. I I always think it's something special. Adoption is something special when someone chooses to say, I'm choosing to set my love on you. And that's what God is doing right now. And so I want to pray with you. We're going to pray, and then I'm going to pray for all of us. And then we're going to turn it over to miles and and we're going to conclude today's service. So if you gave your life to the Lord, if you want to do that right now, pray. In fact, all of us, let's be praying this prayer together, and then I'm going to pray for you. And So let's pray. Father, say this with me. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I come to you. I believe in my heart that Jesus is Lord, that he came to this earth, and he died for me, and he rose for me. And I confess confess all my sin, sin. and I repent of it, I I turn away from it, I ask you to forgive me, and I receive your forgiveness. And And God, I ask you to fill me me with your Holy Spirit. Spirit. I now call myself myself a child of God. A follower, of Jesus. a follower of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Now, let me pray for all of you. Father, I thank you that you're inviting us to receive this kingdom that's unshakable. God, I pray for every circumstance. Lord, you know every detail. You know what's going on in every mind right now and every heart right now. God, some people may be not concerned about so much today, but they're concerned about next week or in two weeks. They're concerned about the, the, the unknown. But Father, I thank you that you wrap us up, that you take care of us. So, Lord, I pray that our church, that anyone that's really that's watching this, that's listening to this right now, that they would receive your love. God, pour your love out on their hearts and give them that hope that will not disappoint. Secure them, wrap them up in your love. God, meet every need mentally, physically, emotionally, financially. Lord, meet every need. In Jesus name. We thank you for your goodness, your faithfulness. We thank you, Lord, for your provision. And we thank you and we receive this kingdom that cannot be shaken. And we declare we will not be shaken in Jesus' name. And if you agree with that, come on, can you say amen, amen, amen?